Hello, welcome back for another week of Hesby Street. Hey, are you listening on Apple Podcasts? Then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps us with the algorithm somehow, and we're all slaves to the algorithm. That's it. Enjoy the show. We lost Emily. <laughs> we did. I guess we should get serious for a second. Uh, should you remove your hat? Yep. Moment of silence for Emily. She has passed on to another podcast. She's definitely in a better place. She's graduated <laughs> to the big leagues. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Uh, Emily's left the pod. She's she's gone. Yeah, she's informally gone. gone. She'll yeah. probably be back. I'm sure for episodes yeah. here and there. She's still our friend. Um, she just hates you guys. She just <laughs> it's, it's it's a your fault. It's kind of like you know how like when parents get divorced. Yeah, the parents are staying together. It's the kids it's that weird. one of the parents doesn't want to see anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that parent will be here as long as you guys are gone. Um, no, I mean, so we started the podcast when we were all roommates during a pandemic because we needed nothing to do, with nothing to do. And uh, Emily has other things to do now. So uh, I don't know. I feel like her job is harder than mine. Like being a writer is harder yeah. than being an actor. <laughs> being right. an actor, you just like read back what they tell you to say. She like writes, and right. and I mean she's just got a full plate, and also, um, stand up's picking back up. I feel like if we did a Hesby Street comedy tour, she'd be on board one hundred percent. So I mean, I yeah, all right, cool. Because I, I I just like I has I don't want to like speak for her. Right is the thing. But they I feel like our Hesbos deserve an honest. They deserve uh, like we're joking around. Right. But they deserve. They're like okay, ha ha ha. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. So no, we just uh, she's just busy. Yeah. So maybe she'll be back. Yeah. I'm sure she'll at least. Those be back were her occasionally. words. Those were her words. Right. Maybe I'll be back. I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah. She said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at least for the rest of summer and and indefinitely. But it's not a fight. And yeah. I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice by not spreading a rumor. I know. I was kind of like, uh... she banged my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she banged my wife. Yeah. So yeah. We're, Tori and I moved into a studio. I got married. <laughs> well, you got married. And then Emily banged her. It's yeah. been a big week. Yeah, fun wedding though. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God, it's oh, yeah. trash. I think Emily that was banged your wife. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sober Emily would I, never do that. She would never. But I think that's what it was. Is I got too drunk and my wife was like, "Well, someone's banging me." Yeah, and Emily was there, and good for them. And I, then I, I remember happy. Emily smoking a cigarette. I walked into the, like the honeymoon suite, mm-hmm. you know, to be like Torio <laughs> brunch, and it was Emily smoking a cigarette, uh-huh. and I looked at her. Wide-eyed. <laughs> and said, again? And, uh, <laughs> you just got done banging my wife. And then her words were, I should leave the pod for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that now you all know. Now right. you know the story of what right. happened. Um, she is busy I, banging our wives. Yes. I technically am looking into getting mine annulled. So I don't, even, I don't know if it will then count as my wife. What is annulment? Is that like the eyes of God? Something I think in the eyes of the law, if you get annulled, you were never married. Mm. Like you get it done quick enough, or it's a um, mulligan. Yeah, or someone was tricked into it. Yeah, you know, or maybe someone wasn't eighteen technically. They lied. Mm. So and you're you like, can, hey, 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 
<laughs> I should be let off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> this was a child. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a loophole. But yes, also in the eyes of God. They should is. call it a mulligan. Okay. I'm fine with that. It's the same idea. It's like, oh, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Do you think um, we'll lose? We'll s- yes. Do you want to keep going on this? Well, no. I was just thinking poor Mulligan. <laughs> he probably just did it once playing golf. And they're like, hey, can I do a Mulligan? He's like, all right. Let's. It was a do-over. Let's not make this a thing. <laughs> we all called it a do-over. <laughs> I am not the I only one. I bought you a round of beers after the, after the, the match. <laughs> and, uh, and now you still won't let it go. God, that reminds me. Have you been keeping up on this season of uh, golf below deck? Um, I am not caught up. I can't wait. You know, now that Emily's gone, this can finally become the, the Bravo <laughs> TV below deck podcast we wanted it to. I mean, dude, Top Chef was one for the ages. <sighs> it's been fire. Top Chef was really good this year. Yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, below deck, I still got to catch up. Okay, but you, oh man, what a spicy season it it's is! It's gonna be good. Uh, I feel like everyone listening to the pod is like, okay, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so Emily's gone and you just fully like hate seamlessly pivot to an episode of Below Deck. <laughs> like that's what we're doing now. All right. So what we should, we should, um, we should, should we try to like, we're going to lose some listeners. Of course we are. There's yeah. Emily fans that are here just for Emily. And that's fine. Goodbye. Goodbye. But bad riddance. You. Not good riddance. No, I think it was a fun ride. Wait, does good riddance mean go? I thought good bad riddance would mean stay. Oh, bad riddance is like... Not on good terms. No, because good riddance... Is good terms. I don't... Yeah. Emily would know. You know who we need? Call her up. We need Emily. <laughs> we need a writer's mind. <laughs> so some people are going to leave, and that's fine. Yeah. Because it's like, we miss you. We will miss you. Yeah. But what can we do? But maybe some people are on the fence. Some people are diehard Catalana heads. Cat heads. There's a lot of cat heads. There's a lot of fat cat Cattle heads. heads. Cattle heads. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's some that aren't sure who they love. Yeah, they're like, they didn't even buy a merch shirt because they weren't sure who to represent. Yeah. They certainly didn't buy a Zach shirt. <laughs> Nobody bought a Zach shirt. <laughs> I think two people. John came through and bought one. John said he bought one because he felt bad. Yeah, because he felt bad. Um, Thank you, John. Also, the Emily shirts are still up on the store, but probably not for much longer. I should pro- probably have to take those down. It wouldn't be right to... Well, the money would just go to her. Okay. It doesn't seem fair. It does. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to... That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, so sh- we'll leave them up. I will probably take them down. I mean, I don't know what she wants. You know what it could go towards is like her drink tab at a comedy club when we do the Hesby Street tour. <laughs> Emily drinks for free on t-shirt money. Well, everybody drinks for free at a comedy club if you're on the show. You got a tip. You do have to tip. See, comics, they don't know. You know, I've been thanked at comedy clubs. Yeah. By, because they're like, thanks for setting the tone. I'm like, what tone? <laughs> Giving you $2? Yeah. It's so weird. Well, it's also like they'll pick up a whole tab and then I'll tip like 10 or 20 bucks because like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, well, no, but thank you. You were the one that picked me up with these drinks. Right. Yeah. If it's like a bigger tab. Yeah. I I opened for, I think it was Mark Norman. And maybe it was Mark Norman, and he hit. He he didn't have cash. I I don't think for like day one or two. Right. And like on the last night, he got paid out, and he was walking around to everyone like, here's a bunch of you know like right. for the weekend. 
Um, but I wonder, like, was the whole staff leading up to that point like this piece of shit? No, because I think that's a normal thing. That's standard. The headliner kind of. It's not standard. You. I think it goes both ways. But yeah, okay. I think a lot of times the headliner pays at the end of the right. end of the show. It's like I'll pay you when I get weekend. paid. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't know. I always just feel bad. You know, tipping is like a feel. It's not a good place to be if you're a person that feels bad for other people. Because I'm just like, do I give you now? Oh, where did they go? Yeah. I don't want them to hate. Where did the person that hates me now go? <laughs> like when they drop off a plate of food in the green room for you. Yeah, I'll true. walk in and I'm like, who was it? Who dropped it? I have money. Tell them, give me one more chance. It's not like, here you go, man. Thanks for your work. I'm like, like me. Like me. Yeah. You know what else I hate is uh, hate, but don't know how to act around is like bouncers. Club or not a club. Door guys at clubs mm-hmm. where it's just like. So I'll show up as the comic and I'll be like, do I get, you want to check my ID or do you want me now you have like all the live nation clubs. You have to go through the metal detector. I don't. Uh, I mean not punch. Yeah, you do. You're just not going to live nation clubs other than the San Francisco ones. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 So then you go up and you're like, here's my keys and wallet and phone. And then you'll walk through and then they'll be like, all right, where's your ticket? And I'm like, I'm on the show. And they'll be like, well, why'd you go through the thing that you can go this way? I'm like, well, I just want to be, yeah, I just want to play by the rule. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I kind of hate is walking up to the door to the door guy when everyone's getting checked, and you're like, "I'm on the yeah, I'm on the show." Yeah, it's when and everyone's, everyone's like, in line. Like, look at this okay. guy on the show. We'll yeah. see about that. I feel like yeah. the East Coast would be like, "We'll see about that, buddy boy." I remember uh, when I was on the road with Costa, he would he'd play it up. He'd have fun with it. He'd yeah. just like. <laughs> Put his arms like through the line, be like, twice I caught it, three times tonight, show highlighter tonight, let me in. <laughs> Just like fucking around with everyone. That's funny. Just listing off his credits. Right. Yeah. That that's so funny. Like doing the yeah. doing the um you know what I would want to do if I'm the headliner of a sold out place? Is uh like you ever at an airport and your flight is like you're late and there's the TSA line and you gotta do like, do you mind if I I would go through the line like that and just be like, I'm the headliner. Is it okay if I... <laughs> it's like, you don't have to. But like, I'm so sorry. I'm headlining tonight. Can I just get ahead of you guys? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm headlining. Is it all right if I just jump up ahead? Uh, have you ever done that at an airport? Like, tried to skip because um, you're running behind? I don't... I don't... If I have, I don't remember. I've seen other people. I'm right. like, yeah, go for it. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen I've people go. I could go, never do it. too. I would miss my flight. Oh. Like, don't have it in me to be oh, like, I need to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The funniest move I ever, ever saw thoroughly entertained me is uh, coming back in. I, I, I don't know where I was, but I came back into the country to like SFO. And so you had to go through customs and the line, for whatever reason, it was like four flights from outside of the country came at once. Yeah. This is a uh, older lady by herself. Mm-hmm. She kept doing this move where she would go. What is, um, and she'd be looking at the board, like trying to read something and just keep sidestepping in front of everyone. So she wouldn't look at people in line and would go now. Uh, okay. Are we, um, and just constantly side. And I'm like, look at this lady, you know? And then she got to like a few people ahead of me and they were just like, uh, no, <laughs> she wouldn't even look at them. She's like, Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to figure out and it's like figure out she got, got to play your strength it was Hers a cool is move the, that is wild it was, i would i would kind of lose my mind but it was driving me nuts. i was yeah. like someone needs to someone, do something yeah. 
<laughs> like, it's not gonna be me. Because that's the thing is like, especially airports. Like maybe I've said this before. Airports are the one place where every kind of person exists. Yeah. Because everyone has to use an airport. Yeah. Almost everybody. Yeah. And so I'm too afraid. I'd be too afraid to, because you don't know who that person could be. Nuts. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like okay, I'm gonna bomb this part of the line, right. and you're like, Jesus. I'm no, gonna- but like more than that too is like you just want to get on your flight. Uh-huh. You don't want anything slowing you down. Yeah. Like becoming a witness or becoming right. a victim. Sir, could you just stay here <laughs> and tell us how you got stabbed? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, airport brawls these days are nuts. I don't watch World Stars. Oh my god, it's a problem, on? dude. <laughs> Everywhere people are just fist fighting at airport gates. And uh um people are opening doors to planes. Like just crazy <laughs> white people. What? They're like in the air trying to open doors and in they're the getting air? tackled. Like the flight is going and like flight attendants are tackling but people. But that's like go to jail for a long time yeah. behavior, right? Yeah. I just saw a photo the other day on Twitter. This lady was, her mouth was duct taped. This like kind of husky white lady and the seatbelts were all wrapped. She was like hogtied in the flight attendant seat. <laughs> and Good. they're like, just stop this bitch. From what ended up happening? I don't know. What's the story? You know me, dude. Come on. I got to keep it moving. <laughs> I don't do research. <laughs> um, but, you know, what's funny is like that lady that did the move. The, now, what is happening uh-huh. here? I saw her coming and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be the roadblock. Mm-hmm. You know, and I held her. But the line was so long. I like looked away for a second and she was like three people ahead. And I'm like, <laughs> someone stop her. And it was the customs line. It was the customs line, yeah. So you're just really waiting for that person to look at you and then stamp your That's a rough thing. line because it's always after a very long flight. Mm-hmm. And you're so close to freedom. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nope, one more long thing to wait in. Yeah. yeah. We got about four hours in customs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, customs is... Why is it called customs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. just the one way. This is- You can't customize it. <laughs> This is something we should know. This is a cheesy joke. This is one. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I did my first open mic post-pandemic. Damn. I went to... Things are not going well. I went to Chatterbox, which is like my favorite open mic. Right. It's a good time. And uh, I was like, dude, let's take some risks today. You know, like, let's try some new... And my first joke bombed so hard (laughs) that I said my next joke wrong. (laughs) What was the joke that bombed? The joke that bombed, it was so cheesy. And you know what's funny is I thought about it when we were walking in Tahoe. But uh, it was something like my my dad is immature and also not present in my life. So, uh, or my dad was not present in my life, but also really immature. So, you know, I'd say like, dad, you promised you were going to come to my soccer game. And he said, uh, you never said no take backs. <laughs> And that was the amount of laughter it got. Right. It was like, a, <laughs> and I'm like, kicking it off, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think my head said, and that's how I decided to start this set. That was what I said right after. And then I was like, all right, well, I have some jokes I actually like want to work on. Not just like I've thought of on the fly. Right. And I did them wrong. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it was just so rattled. rattled. Yeah. Well, I've been trying to do like a new joke every night. Oh, that's good. Or every show. And uh, so I did, <clears throat> I didn't have one really, mm-hmm. but I did Bear City and it was just like a fire crowd, right? Like the mm-hmm. set's just going great. And so like I did the avocado joke, did well. Yeah, of course. And then I segued it into like an idea that I think is funny, but there's, I don't have, yeah. which is like, 
everybody's upset. I'm just gonna bomb with you, so we can both bomb. That's oh, thanks. That's man. why I'm doing solidarity. This. Yeah. Okay. And so I, the idea, the premise of the joke, which I do think could go somewhere, is like uh, everybody's like upset that restaurants are understaffed. You know, everyone's getting like bad service. Mm-hmm. And, but for me, it like warms my heart because I'm like, I love it. I love I love that they're not here. You know, like they're they're out. They're home. They're mm-hmm. not. You know, and like. So like the joke was essentially uh, like it took me 25 minutes just to get my Diet Coke. And I was like, this is this is awesome. And then I tried to segue that into like a reference to Goodwill Hunting. You know, the part where Ben Affleck is like the best part of my day is when I roll up and I'm like, maybe you're not here. Yeah. Which is like a old reference, a dumb reference. It doesn't even really match. Yeah. But I just thought if I could, I was like, you it know, matches. I was like, I bet on stage I'll be able to pull off the Boston Ben Affleck accent. And I just failed on it. I was like, I don't even know what this means. Seeing you in the midst of trying an <clears throat> accent is the weakest version of you I've ever seen. Uh-huh. It's just like, uh-huh. I don't even know why I'm talking right yeah. now. <laughs> like it was you, funny too. Your body shuts down. Because that joke's, not even a joke, let alone a good joke, but the crowd was so good that they were still into it. They were like, to it's a degree. Okay. They were like, I kind of get that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you right. have to like go straight to a heavy hitter right, right after. Yeah. Like, I like, got to get you, you back on my side immediately. Right. Yeah. That is what sucks about doing like the chatterbox open mic is so cracking, but because it's an open mic, mm-hmm. you can get like five terribly uncomfortable sets and right. then people are gone. Yeah, you know the show's a different. Are it's they a literally different gone show. or the people actually gone? leave? Yeah, I bet. Uh, the show's a different show, um, but if you get up in those sweet spots, it's like you're on a on a hot show and you're tr- and you're like I'm I'm fucking around. I just miss like fucking around because that was like where I would kind of find bits. Right. But the downside of fucking around is you fuck up. Mm-hmm. You fuck up hard. So it's it's funny like how like my process really it's like i choose to make myself vulnerable and i went i drove home feeling like man i wish i did so much differently and then i'm like what a rush right <laughs> like what is wrong with me yeah like the abuse yeah, yeah it's yeah. got to feel like the equivalent of like a like a guy who likes to surf mavericks or something you know he's like fuck dude i broke my leg today i can't wait to get back <laughs> and see if i can pull this off yeah, I don't know if I feel that. Like the open mic rush? Yeah. It's like, for me, it's the pressure of having to come up with something funny makes me write better jokes than sitting in a room will ever, like sitting at a cafe with like right. a notebook will ever. Like, I'll write for a while, but I just. I feel like I'm pretty good at knowing what's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I will get excited about a new joke when I right. write it. I'll be like, this is going to work. Yeah. But then part of me doesn't know if that's just like I've gotten so good at selling a joke, mm. you know, mm-hmm. not to sound. I mean, maybe that's not maybe that's arrogant. But yeah. like, sometimes I feel <laughs> you're like, yes, that it is. is arrogant. But I do feel like I can force a crowd to laugh. Yeah. At most things. Yeah, I think you're good at that. No, yeah. That's a safe assumption. Yeah. Um, just with inflection. Yeah, I mean, you're reputable. Like, I think you're seen as a reliable. It's hard to have funny, reliable comics. Like, now that I'm, like, putting together shows in L.A., dude, it's a short list, and it's mostly you. (laughs) (laughs) And other people, like, no one has ever been like, no. You know, when I mention you, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's nice. Yeah. There's a weird rule in comedy. I don't know, like, if our fans... 
I don't know if it's relatable in other parts of life, but there's this like unwritten rule in comedy where if you're going to a new city, you kind of message comics mm-hmm. that you know to be like, hey, like what are good shows? Right. You know, so because you want to do the good ones. It's yeah. like you want to get on all the, the cool lineups. Um, and uh, and they'll, they'll tell you the shows, but they, they have to tell you whether or not you can use their name. Yep. You know what I mean? So, you know, if I if I ask Torio, like, hey, what are good shows in San Diego? And Torio tells me in, in a hypothetical sense, like mm-hmm. this show, this show and this show are good person. I kind of know. Right. I if I go, hey, Torio told me to hit you up. That's a no, no. You crossed a line because you didn't tell me. Yeah. That I could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, you got to say, use my name. Let them know I sent you. Mm-hmm. And that's like an extra comp compliment it's like a yep. vote of confidence like i'm happy to right. i'll even my... go further i'll be like if they don't get back to you let me know i'll talk to them oh cool. if it's someone i really like yeah there's, there's other levels of it too because there are if someone says like in san francisco i'm coming to san francisco mm-hmm. there's two different lists of bookers i'll send them to yeah you 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 might have even said this on the pod before. right but then also you don't you don't always give out the best shows no, no. Depending on the person. No, because I know that they're going to drop my name, even uh, though I didn't give them permission to. See, I wish I had your awareness. But it's like, it's not it's not malicious. It's also like, this is where you're at in comedy. Yeah. This is the shows you should be doing, in my opinion. Right. It feels like a, a cool kids table thing. Yeah. But it's really not. It's like, dude, I can also not get invited back to this show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I can do something weird, like put on a comic that's fucking batshit crazy yeah. that I don't know. I that happened to me. A comic hit. I I kindly told. I don't know this person. Mm-hmm. We have a mutual friend, and I was like, "Oh yeah, hit up. These are great shows. I just came back. Those were fun shows." Mm-hmm. And they all the shows hit me up. We're like, you know this guy? He says like uh, he wants that you wanted him to do these shows. And I'm like, whoa, not only do I not know this guy. Yeah. So anyway, that's like a weird insight. I feel like people who don't do stand up. Well, I think it's, it's, uh, I think there's, wouldn't know. I think there's other careers like this, but your reputation's huge in comedy. Yeah. Not on and off stage. Off stage, maybe more so. I mean, it's, yeah, it depends. Funny, funny is valuable. There's like to an, an upper echelon of like, if you're undeniable, then you're undeniable. You can be a shit. If you you're can, like us, if you're Bill like, Cosby, you can be Bill Cosby. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like terrible. He's you free. Ha- that is insane. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail this. No, it's it's why you did. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just drop Cosby. Yeah, now well, we I forgot, have to talk. I forgot that he's. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the Cosby episode. No, but it, your reputation definitely can like make your life a lot harder if it's not good yeah for sure mm, yeah so you have to be you have to be upper 20 percent as off stage and on stage yeah to really make it yeah and it's that that off stage upper 20 is a tough nut yeah. to crack for me well it's also i think everyone does it differently too yeah you know where it's like some people are grinders and yeah. it's constantly messaging and for me it's like yeah, I'm not like that. I was thinking about this the other day and not just with comedy, but with life. Life is constantly to me like there is a group up on the like up in front of me that I want to be in. Right. And and you just you can't I, like I'm not I'm not in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, you know, fuck them. <laughs> fuck that group. Right. You know, like. 
That's fucked up. I would never do that. Meanwhile, behind me, <laughs> someone wants to be in my group, and I'm like, uh, nah, dude, it's nothing personal. <laughs> that is my whole, that is life constantly on repeat, you know, whether it's yeah. comedy, whether it's uh, circles of friends, mm-hmm. you know, like being a kid in school, you know, totally. and, but you, you always take it personally when it's you on the out. Uh, festivals trying to get in oh yeah and then when you're running something and someone's out you're like oh dude i haven't even like thought about it i should let you you know it's not even a conscious decision right although sometimes it's like "Eh, i don't want to hang out with them yeah yeah i mean all that stuff but i want i want whatever people got and i see people that have it where they genuinely in their core do not give a fuck like not pretending to not give a fuck they genuinely don't care that that table's over there i think if things went really well for us we could do that people just need to start giving us we everything could not give a fuck i don't know <laughs> dude i could see myself like at my peak hollywood just turning their back on me and i'm like man i give a fuck yeah for sure you know like opportunity is like my fucking mojo like a chance yeah. to do like that is like like my fucking joie de vivre joie de vivre Mm-hmm. Do you pronounce the R-E at the end? Of I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Joy of life. Ah. Joy of living. Your joy of living is... Like, opportunity yourself. and... Yeah, proving myself. Yeah. And, like, attaining that... I I mean, that was... Because I've, I've, I try to channel, like, what, what made me... What did I love about comedy when it started? And it was certainly proving myself. Yeah. Because that's all it is when you first start. Because you're nothing. You're nothing. You walk in and every no one single, gives a fuck. Every single set you have to like. And I remember like Jules being like, uh, like told me I had a good set. And he's like, you know, it took me a while to like get to, to like differentiate you from every other white open micer. Like, cause, that, cause when you first start, it's like, yeah, you're just a bunch of dudes. Right. Like that's right. what it is at open mics. Yes. It's a bunch of white dudes. Yeah, totally. Because with, Bad ideas. With bad <laughs> ideas. Like so many people go up with like the energy, like, all right, this mm-hmm. guy's a comic, and then he's just like, but anyway. And like, Dude, you don't have a single thought. <laughs> so yeah, you have a I don't yeah, you just yeah. have a lot of getting yourself to stand out. Mm-hmm. That's your whole first two, three years. And you have to earn it. There is you no like yeah. there is no like, oh well, they're always here. Like you got to get up there and take it on the chin and and bounce back and right. Like, um, but man, when you fucking prove it up there, yeah. But you have to do it a bunch. Too. You got to do it a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my biggest lesson in comedy. It was like I thought you go and prove yourself like a couple times, mm-hmm. and then you're packing out arenas or like someone's like, "Hey, do you want a lot of money <laughs> and, and opportunities?" <laughs> and then it's just like, "Yeah, man, you were great. See you around." And you're like, wait, where do I go? (laughs) Do I wait for my car to pick me up? You go home. (laughs) And then you go to your job in the morning. (laughs) Where they treat you like shit. (laughs) All right. Enough comedy. It's that time. Ended with a banger. Ended with a banger. Yeah, we got to stop joking around, dude. We got to get serious. We need to make a banger. We need to make a banger. I love that... uh, was it Emily's cousin that's a new patron? Uh-huh. <laughs> His request to end it on a banger was with a prayer. <laughs> Just a banger of a prayer. <laughs> I love that he Emily's cousin became a patron and then she quit that week. 
Yeah. Bye. The banger prayer would just be like, we pray she comes back and she just like fucking lands on this table. Not gracefully either. Like drop from heaven hard. Like concussed. We have to like sit her down, get her an ice pack. Are you okay? Oh, you know what I want to do is I want to do more movie riffing reviews because I was just watching something where, uh, um, oh, Highlander. I watched the new Rick and Morty and they mentioned Highlander. And they go, oh, you haven't seen Highlander? They go, oh, uh, Sean Connery plays a Spaniard. Doesn't even <laughs> attempt to learn an accent other than his own. <laughs> Same with uh, Run for Red, Red October. October. It's brilliant. I think all the movies we watch now for Patreon. Uh, movie like, riffing? Movie riffing should be accent centered. Well, you know? Because yes, like we had Nicolas Cage be. doing like the Southern thing. That was amazing. That movie was incredible. And I'm, I'm still open to like Hezbo's picking. If you yeah. got a shitty movie that you want to see reviewed, but it's got to be on uh, one of the platforms. I'm not paying $5 for this. The reason it has to be on a platform is so other people can watch it without paying. It's not just us. Right. That's a better excuse than, yeah. hey, patrons, I'm not paying $5 <laughs> for a fucking movie. Uh, so if you can keep it, find one on Netflix or HBO or... Basically, stay away from Paramount Plus, <laughs> Discovery Plus. Whatever Peacock is. Voodoo. <laughs> Crackle. Crackle might be free, but I still don't want to touch it. I don't want to download <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, I went to the... Um, I'm changing subjects. I went to the zoo recently. Ooh. The world-famous San Diego Zoo. Again? No, this is... Oh, the, that time you went. It was like three weeks ago. Okay. With your niece? With my niece. Yeah. Maybe four weeks ago. Yeah. But I was... But then someone else said they went to like the Fresno Zoo. This is... And I was thinking like... Uh, how do they pick... Where? What, what, where, where do you go? Do you get like, so like you have, everyone starts off as a baby, right? The, the pets that they like send to different zoos. Oh yeah. And do they like rate it? It'd be like this tiger's, it's not that good of a tiger. Right. Send it to Modesto's zoo. Right. Or like this tiger's really tight. Mm-hmm. Send it to the New York zoo mm-hmm. or the San Diego zoo. It's like, yeah, this tiger is nothing special. You're going to Fresno. <laughs> You're going to the Central Valley. Right. No, that's a good question. I, I feel like you'd want one that stands out. Like San Francisco Academy of Sciences has an albino alligator. That's pretty sweet. And that's like, it's like the main attraction. It's in the center of the place. There's two stories that you can see it. So do you think it, it's like someone's job is like, I'm the zoo's buyer. Like I got to go out and find the best. It's got to be unique. Like the like San Francisco have, like Zoo. I have a budget, so it's like I spent a lot of money on that alligator. Right. So the hippo we're getting is going to be retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hippo is going to be just very slim. <laughs> it's like not fat. It cannot Dude, put... I think I it's a thyroid like issue. a shredded hippo? Just with abs? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the buyer for the San Francisco Zoo has to be so like cutting it. <laughs> Right. That it's like, okay, I see this tiger has two different colored eyes. That's very cool. Is it a sapiosexual? (laughs) (laughs) Will it fuck anything with a beautiful tiger mind? I could see them getting a bargain because it's like, this this tiger won't stop fucking penguins. We'd be like, that's okay. We like that here. Right, right. (laughs) Well, if if we have to be the only place that approves of that lifestyle. Unless the penguins consent, of course. Right. Like, no. They absolutely do not. (laughs) Well, we'll reframe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, all right, but off the record here, the penguins can't talk. (laughs) 
so that was a dumb dumb thought of mine yeah no zoo zoo, scouts (laughs) zoo scouts yeah could be a funny show right it's just like i bet the parties must be wild zoo fests that's like where you showcase like Uh what you're doing just the sex they must have at at (laughs) zoo fest all right now we'll end it on a banger okay now that we got that stupid fucking non-banger out of the way (laughs) um oh i hung out with my neighbors how'd it go it was great you got friends i got fucking wasted on fourth of july out here with them nice they were super fun and then one of their like cousins or something they had like family in town brought like industrial strength fireworks and we walked up and down hollywood lighting them off and uh I was just watching, you know, but then they're like, all right, someone else has to like light one of these. It's not just going to be like us, like mm-hmm. the one person who brought them. So they were like, Zach, everyone said Zach. I was like, all right. And I lit <laughs> off. I love that. I love that. You're just, just your name alone. You're like, Zach's gotta want to light some fireworks. <laughs> like, of course, my name is the yeah. first to come up. So I lit off what turned out to be the largest pack of, it was a show. Like right on Hollywood. Were you okay? Uh, on Sunset. You got, all, you got all your fingers? People got mad. And no, it was safe. I had like the barbecue long lighter. Who got mad? Neighbors. Because it was like a bomb went off outside their window. And one guy was like, guys, like he was actually cool about being mad. Uh-huh. Which is, I think, the level of mad I would be. Where right. it's like, guys, one more and that's it. Like, please. And, you know, we just kind of kept moving right. blocks at, at a time. But someone was on the phone like calling police. And it, the most beautiful like American thing I saw is everyone that complained was like standing outside of an apartment building where they're like, I'm calling the cops. And their upstairs neighbor's like, woo, light off another one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Mexican, like this like Mexican yeah. family was just like, mas, mas fireworks, mas. Like, yeah. like just shouting and like whistling. Like that is America. Yeah. We're making some of y'all's night. Yeah, it uh, is like, I don't even like fireworks. But it's like complaining about fireworks, especially on July 4th. It's mm-hmm. like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm surprised. I thought I was going to get arrested. But that's what I love about LA, man. Arrested for what? Fireworks. I don't know. Is it legal here? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think like the cool thing about they're LA. They're not going to arrest people. LA, Maybe a ticket. LA, they're just busy. Like yeah. cops. Same as San Francisco. I love that. Yeah, San Francisco is a little finicky. I never got hassled by a cop in San Francisco. No, you're ever. not up late. Well... And out drinking. Like, they're like, put that brick down. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> put it down in your head. <laughs> is that against the law? <laughs> it is. It is threatening you? <laughs> All right. Well, then I take it back. <laughs> Pig. <laughs> oink, oink, dude. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> I live right here. I'm home. <laughs> I don't know about the podcast. Always been told. All right, man, let's go swim. All right.